Welcome to the Neurodiverse Toolbox with Sheila Kieschlin and Paige Kieschlin. Morning, Paige. Good morning. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? Pretty good. What you been doing? Oh, I've been cleaning. Mm. I just didn't sleep well. I'm sorry. We we had some problems last night. We're sleeping. No, other problems that I don't really want to say in front of potentially everyone. So, Fair have we done a sleep episode? I th- no, I think we might have because I remember really raving about weighted blankets. But, uh, but that could be anxiety too. It could have been anxiety. I don't know. We'll have we to go back. We'll have to double look. Um. So today we're talking about. Sibling siblings siblings um so i feel like we could potentially even do this in two parts because i have so much information on just adhd and then the autism oh okay that i didn't have like i was exhausted it was like i'm done researching this okay so, by that time. so we'll do that so, so we'll do part one so I- What's first, ADHD or autism? Um, I have ADHD as being first. Okay, so, so we'll do. This is episode I, one ADHD, ADHD and autism. Okay. So tell me about okay. what you learned. So what I learned makes a lot of sense now. Mm-hmm. A lot of questions were answered. About your siblings? About my siblings. Okay. Also, some questions were then created. Because some stuff didn't make sense. But mm-hmm. so siblings, um, especially like ones that like revolve around ADHD, obviously cause a lot of conflict because Wait, the sibling causes a lot of conflict? The siblings cause con siblings cause conflict whether you're diverse or not. Yes. Siblings fight. Yes. Siblings do fight. Okay. Um, siblings fight even more, I guess, when one of them has ADHD. Yeah. So, interesting. Because, like, you know, we aren't necessarily thinking about it. So um, it often erupts in fairness, include, in, include, in, inclusion, 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 inclusion. That's what, no, inclusion. That's what okay. it says. Inclusion. Okay. Like being included, included. Yeah. Okay. Go on. Um, competition and avoidance. Okay. So, so I think that might be from the one that doesn't have ADHD, because the one with ADHD is taking up all of the attention. Mm. Hmm. Um. Siblings without ADHD sometimes experience embarrassment. Like, why does my sibling do this? Why does sure. my sibling have ADHD? Why is my sibling so annoying? Why is my sibling hanging from the rooftop? Exactly. Sure. <laughs> Valid. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Why does my sibling struggle in school and have meltdowns? We're sure. eight. <laughs> <laughs> um, I might feel frustrated by their sibling's impulsive behavior or guilty that they don't have similar experiences interesting or behaviors and behavioral learning or social challenges like their sibling does 
And so they feel guilty about it? So they feel guilty about it or frustrated. I don't feel like Alexis or Jack may have experienced that, but I'm not too sure. I haven't asked their opinion. They might have been embarrassed when they were younger. They might have been. I don't know. They didn't say anything. I read an article once that said that kids who have siblings that are disabled or have ADHD or have autism are oddly well-behaved and don't cause yeah, trouble I at was all. Getting, Did you get to that part? I was Did you find that, that part? I found too? that part, too. Okay. Um, we'll keep going, then. Never mind. Wait, like disability as in, like... In, CP. Okay, so, like, physical as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sure intellectual as well. I wasn't really sure how to put that, so... I didn't want to offend anyone. <laughs> intellectual as well. Intellectual. Okay. Um... Let's see here. Oh, yeah. Siblings without ADHD may feel pressured to be the good kid, quote unquote, the good kid, not to, and not cause any other conflict or stress that might be the in the family. Child. Yeah. Which made a lot of sense. Parents already have a lot in their place. I seemed to get in trouble more than Alexis and Jack did. So I was like, this no, is when unfair. You, when you There's st- no way they're not doing something. When you stand on your siblings. <laughs> you know what? She was blocking the door. <laughs> I told her to move and she didn't. Naturally. <laughs> I stand on you. I make you move. Um, you could have asked. I did ask. I'm you sure did. I You asked. said move. <laughs> Which is not the same as, move. excuse me, can I get through here? Um, so, um, so sometimes those, the siblings are extra, extra good, extra good to make sure that they like inappropriately extra good though. Inappropriately. Like the whole point of being a kid is to like push the boundaries to see yeah. where they are. Like that's, the, that's their job. Yeah. That's right. What you do. And, and each kid does it. Just just because your older sibling couldn't get away with something doesn't mean you can. So That's you have to true. trust it for yourself. Um, and so, our, my experience is that Jack didn't test as many boundaries. No, Jack didn't have right. He was oddly he was oddly well behaved. He was oddly well behaved. Right. He he? he always cleaned his room. It's really obnoxious. He, <laughs> he always got good grades. Like he can't do for change. Right, he didn't. He he didn't really do a lot of stuff that was. You noticed that uh, I took it a lot of your time. Well, so did Alexis. So did right, Alexis. so he had a sibling. He, he had, had two. Right, so he, he had, had a sibling with a significant physical disability and and other issues that we didn't know about until later. And then we had you. <laughs> we had you. Yeah. <laughs> this right here. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so he sort of had the double whammy of like mom and dad really have a lot in their plate, so I really have to be extra good. Jack's also pretty self-sufficient though. Because he had to be extra good so he had to learn how to do I know crap. it's like so weird. Like you ask him what he wants from the grocery store and he's just like listening a couple things. I'm like, dude, come on, she can buy you ice cream or or those animal circus crackers. With the frosting? With the frosting. Those are so good. And sometimes I'll just throw in a treat because he doesn't ask. Like, he doesn't ask for anything. And then when I went off to college and you took me shopping, I was like, oh, my God, Mom, look at all this stuff. 
Right? No, he asked for like chicken and, and salad greens. Which is weird because I would still then have a sibling that have that has a disability. So this is my disability. Focus on your own. Oh, I'm just selfish. <laughs> I didn't say that. I said children are often focused on uh, themselves. No, I just think it's interesting that you you say that siblings with some other siblings that are disabled tend right? to be more self. But you were when when. When I needed to be. When I really needed you to like do what I needed you to do and not do other crap, you did. Right? Like Alexis was like on the way to the emergency room. You were like, I got this. I got this, mom. Don't worry. And you did. And I I knew you would get it, right? Okay. It was just a regular week. You didn't get it. Right? But when I really needed you to like step up to the plate and be like responsible responsible and on it and helpful, you were. Oh, good. Okay. I'm glad. Or if I was traveling with just the three of you, just you, or just the two of you, right? Sometimes we would divide and conquer when we flew across the country, right? right? You always like, you're good. You're a good traveler. Big sister mode. Exactly. Right. Just the big sister mode didn't apply Always in fun. between any other situations. Okay. Interesting. Um, that's the alcohol one. Um, uh, yes, and then the child with ADHD, the sibling with ADHD, often receives a lopsided amount of parental time and uh-huh. worry and engagement mm-hmm. and concern. So then the child with ADHD feel me feel jealous and resentment. I mean, like, why aren't you on their back? Why are you on mine? Right. I don't know if it was so much resentment that I felt. But you just felt overly nagged. I just felt over like why why don't or more of a combination of nagged and um emotional dysregulation yeah and it was like they don't love me as much as they love the other two because all they do is yell at me and punish me and they love those two you're uh which was on your view of yelling is like yelling <laughs> she's making air quotes um your yelling is sometimes just me firmly saying go to your room and do your homework <laughs> yelling to me (laughs) don't you have homework to do you should get that done (laughs) that's you know what i mean yeah your idea of yelling was not always yelling Yelling. sometimes just me being firm actually yelling because i don't think you actually really (laughs) ever yelled at us i'm sure i yelled at some point because you're not a great parent at all the time but like not all the time but it wasn't yelling i was just directing you very right. firmly as to what you needed to do right and they were already doing what they needed to do right right because i always i say like you need to be the parent for the kid that's in front of you oh right and so <clears throat> you were a different parent i was a different parent us. for each of you because you all needed different parenting styles right and so that's why I was, but you always wanted me to be like gaslighting the parent. Your guys's <laughs> tactic to parenting me. <laughs> you won't do that. <laughs> you won't clean your room. You know you won't clean your room. And then I end up cleaning my room. You do like a challenge. 
right? Yeah. People with ADHD like a challenge. So I challenged you. you There's a surefire way to get you to do good something. Good action Right? I mean, Jack, I'd just be like, hey, by the end of the week, I make sure this place is cleaned up. He'd be like, yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Alexis right? with the checklists. Alexis had her checklists for everything. I always try checklists. Checklists don't really work. No. You <laughs> kind of just have to do it. You need it now. to be like challenged or sat on. Let me watch you while you clean your room. <laughs> I'll be back in five minutes. See how far you've gotten. Right? Still the same way you parent. So you have to be the right parent for the kid who's it's in front right of you. Right? right. So you always wanted me to though to be like the parent I was to Jack for you. The parent to Jack he was less nagged. He hundred percent was less nagged. But he also didn't need to be nagged. That's true. Right? Like he yeah. you were having trouble finding the motivation to clean your room or do your homework or whatever. And he wasn't right right because his brain's not your brain right so different yeah. brains different brain very different brains but then he also like did stuff you weren't willing to do right like in a good way he would like call and make his own appointments for stuff and you were like when <clears throat> when he was older where he would like go into the doctor's office by himself. He's been going into the doctor's office room. Okay, well, that's different. Loose from the time he was like ten, right? Not just when he was a teenager, but like that was years. different. How is that different? He's a guy. He's my child. I changed his diaper. Uh, a lot has changed since then. Um, well, I definitely wasn't in the room when he was like a teenager. Okay. Well, but, but even I've, like he I've never wanted me around. He was always like, no, I got it. Goodbye. And you'd be like, mom, come with me. Uh, I don't like doctors. Okay. They're, they're scary. They're not scary. They are scary. <laughs> I'm sorry. They deliver bad news. Dentists, doctors. Not always. Other, other dent doctory people deliver bad news that's their job that's not always sometimes they say good job you're working out every day really because i'm taking great care of yourself always gotten bad news are you taking care of yourself were you doing all that good self-care oh sometimes yeah so you're not i mean my checkups are like five minutes they're like yeah okay everything's great yeah. But then when I bring you, especially when we were still went and going to the pediatrician, half of the conversation would turn from me. And then the rest of the time you would talk about Alexis. I was like, dude, this is uh, an appointment about me. I'm sorry. You're right. I shouldn't have done that. It's fine. Like, there Alexis is a lot is of medical. Great. I would have <laughs> preferred talking about Alexis too. Alexis is cool. She is cool, but she has a lot of medical issues. She and does. you don't. I don't. Right? You're fairly healthy as long as you do what you're supposed to do. Yes. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Resentment, apparently. Oh, yeah. This envy can lead to feelings of inadequacy and deep-seated resentment. So, that's lovely. Resentment for the parent or for the ch- uh, sibling? Probably I would assume the sibling. 
just there. I think my quote unquote resentment was more toward you and dad because I was like, they don't love me as much as they love the other two. The other two didn't do, the other two don't do squat in my mind because they didn't do anything. <laughs> they seemed great. They tattled a lot. That's what they did. <laughs> they were tattlers. They were not. They were I never tattled. I could have gotten away with some stuff if <laughs> I, they kept their mouths shut. <laughs> mom Paige is stepping on me mom Paige is biting me <laughs> mom Paige sprayed me with a power hose <laughs> in all fairness I felt really bad about the hose <laughs> it was actually really mean of me and I felt really bad but the standing on your sister wasn't <laughs> oh well I don't actually remember standing so I for all I know you could be making that up I don't remember standing on Alexis. You were 100% standing on Alexis. It's actually like all of my weight. Yes, you were Not standing just on one foot. You were standing on her back, both, both hands. Maybe and like bouncing. Maybe I was trying to give her like a back, a back massage. massage with your feet, Chinese back massage with maybe, your feet. Maybe. I mean, you maybe were I was like, trying to help her. You were like three. I doubt you knew what those were. It was smarter than you thought it was. I mean, clearly <laughs> what else did you um there are seven ways oh the thing that i read the things that i read gave you seven ways to i'm calling it strengthen re- sibling relationships because they used other words i wasn't really sure how to pronounce so um one austria Aust- austrate Ostrate? Orchestrate? Orchestrate? No, Ostrate. That would be Orchestrate. Uh-huh. Orchestrate. She can read, I swear. Orchestrate fun family activities. Because you can't make your children get along. Sure, you can. That's what an MFP is. In our family, we have mandatory no, no, family no. fun events. No. You can't make two young children get along. No, probably not so fun fun events with fun events so like you could go hiking or mini golfing or go to the movies uh a novel um environment encourages kids to step outside of their typical functioning and habits of taking out stress and frustration on each other Okay. You could go axe throwing if your children are old enough. Yes, please don't go with your four-year-old. Don't do that. <laughs> but if they're like, you know, teenagers, that might be fun. It might also allow them to get some frustration out. It might. I think axe throwing would actually be pretty cool. I think I'd cut something off that I shouldn't. Oh, no, I, you're I just throw it oh, from far away. It's, mm, my hand-eye coordination is pretty bad. It, it kind of I think you would do it up like this, too. Okay, so um, get out of into a different environment. Mm-hmm. What else? Uh, this says codify family rules. So the maturity level of like, so like Jack and I, I'm older. Mm-hmm. However, at some point, Jack's executive function age was yours. beyond mine. And that's embarrassing for the older sibling sure. to be out shown by their younger sibling sure 
very embarrassing. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, that's what I, happened with math, right? That's I would even we... imagine it would be mm -hmm. probably even more embarrassing if you guys were in the same school. Yeah, you guys were fortunate that you were only in school like for one a year. couple years. It was just one year. It was just the you one. were you were in fifth grade. He was in kindergarten, and then oh right after right. that, you guys were always in a different yeah, school. Always in a different school. And so no one had to know that my brother did my math homework. It was because <laughs> no one knew my brother. It was also, I think, pretty helpful that you because because he was so smart, good in school. He often had like the teachers that always teach gifted programs. Right. So not my teachers. And you were very like normal, re regular college track. Right. Right. And so <clears throat> you didn't you didn't have a lot of the same teachers ever. Not, no. I often followed my sister in school with the exact same teachers. You both were normal. So we were both on. Well, she was pretty gifted, and supposedly I was, but you know, I think so. It, Jack mean, was. It Jack had to get it from somewhere. It didn't translate. It doesn't translate very well when you're dyslexic and mm -hmm. you have to write a paper. So, and spelling counted. Like I'm so old that spelling counted. Spelling counted. Spelling do always. That would suck for the entire time I was at school. And plus, spelling. you didn't have like spell check. No. You had to get a dictionary or something if you wanted to know how to spell something yeah. correctly. You're you're describing my own life to me. I know. Dude, that would suck. It did. I spent more time studying how to spell like vocabulary words for classes than I did content. But well, but occasionally, but Aunt Maureen definitely had some kind of OCD, right? So oh. so she would write a paper, and if she made a mistake at like the bottom line of the paper, Seriously? she would rewrite the whole damn thing. I would be like, I, I had like scratches all the way down my paper because <laughs> I wasn't rewriting a damn thing. Um, you turned it in that way? A hundred percent. Did the presentation get graded? <laughs> I, I didn't care. Do you know how long it would take me to write a paper and not I make any mistakes? In I, it? Wasn't aware I can't I even write like a little quick note to somebody and not make a mistake on it. So, so occasionally not very often because we moved so much thank goodness i would have a teacher that also had maureen oh. and they'd be very like oh you're not your sister no i'm <laughs> not like people yeah, would thanks but... i'm aware she's smart i'm stupid thank mm. you very much for reminding me mm. like that was definitely my reaction because she was so she always got like perfect grades and oh. I, hate, I hate when we would move i'd be like because <laughs> i won't have those teachers so so um, yeah that's what happened with you in math right that's why we made him like that's why we allowed you to start doing your math homework in your room, room because he started like standing over you and giving you the answers before you get to it which is super obnoxious but also like, what you would expect from tell brother. me how to even do it he didn't <laughs> give me the answer so not like i could even write down how to do it well he probably didn't know how he got to it that's true. he was four he's four years younger than me four and a half years and younger half, than you so. five years behind in school but you know i had a few in math when i was 14 <laughs> he was like what eight yeah so eight nine yeah so so yeah so that that was definitely i mean that was definitely a problem yes he was super obnoxious about he it. was 
We love you, Legend. Very much. I'm smart. I'm the smartest person ever. <laughs> he did lay it on pretty thick. He's he he's more um, quite the confidence. <laughs> okay, he's um, learned some humility. That's good. <laughs> the younger child may seem more capable in key areas, which rarely boosts the older child's self confidence. <laughs> to counter this in counter that uh establish family routines like making school lunch for school and cleaning the dinner dishes with designated rules for each sibling this level which we totally like levels the playing field Mm -hmm. because you'll give them like you know tasks that each of them can do Mm -hmm. with confidence well we just made it like you cook you clean and then none of you really realized like what kind of meal each of you were cooking so some of you got like really simple you got all the like one pot meals you're good at a one pot meal i like you want a stew or a chili or a soup you're you're the girl but jack would make like homemade pizza (laughs) including the crust right and alexis would make something like really really super easy Chicken because, nuggets. Because she, well, no, no. we didn't really eat chicken nuggets, but and she would get a lot more hints on assistance, she right? Because her phone, fine motor skills aren't what your guys's were, right? But, <clears throat> but so we would level out, and then it was nobody stayed in the room to watch the other their sibling like do the dishes after they ate dinner, right? Oh, so, right, exactly. So, like, I didn't care how you cleaned up so long as the room got cleaned. Right, so, and then Alexis just didn't do the dishes. Someone else did the dishes for her. She did parts, like all the hand drying if we needed to hand wash right. something or whatever. But yeah, she would do different parts, and she did all the laundry. That's true. Because we had front washer and front load, all on washer and dryer. <clears throat> right, so she did all the laundry. You guys would get so annoyed with her when she put the wrong clothes in the wrong baskets. I mean, I would get Jack's stuff and Jack would get my stuff. That was really because of static clay and not because she didn't know you uh, didn't like, wear can boxers. You not tell that I don't wear boxers, Alexis. <laughs> come on. That was really static clay because whenever you guys or- also had to do, like if she was sick or in the hospital and one of you guys did the laundry, you guys messed up way more than she sure did <laughs> or even better i would get dad's stuff sometimes i was like i definitely can't sit into this what are you on <laughs> this is dad's clothes and, and that was usually static cling or <laughs> jack used to just if he had to do it he would divide out the clothes based on color oh yeah jack was even worse than the line it frustrated so, me even more so you wouldn't turn the, the well and because I really... would get J- Alexis's stuff sometimes because Alexis has dark colored clothes too. Right. But Jack's very, not very visually attuned. No, not at all. So he hasn't really like known whose clothes are whose. He just knows you like their colors and she likes bright colors. And that's Fair. how he would diet, divide out the clothes when he would have to do the laundry. <laughs> but, but yeah, that was, that was pretty entertaining when he would do it. No, you guys didn't think so, but <laughs> but I thought it was highly entertaining because I'd be like, "See, it's harder than it looks." And that's because you got to do your own laundry because you want us. Uh, I'm letting you people do my laundry in a way, so you can <laughs> yeah. get your stuff. You mean correctly? 
I don't shove it all in and turn on the washer on cold. No, that's not how I do my laundry. But if you do, if that's the only way to get your laundry day, it is. It is a hundred percent okay to do your laundry that way. I just don't I'm prefer not, to do mine that way. I'm not breaking mine up into three separate loads. I don't have enough. Cl- I don't have enough different types of clothing to do that. I, when I, I get married and have children, maybe I'll reevaluate because there'll I, be more clothing. Seriously. Anything that gets the clothes cleaned. And then the big point is you washed your clothes and you dried them. Oh, sure. <laughs> stuff in the dryer. <laughs> okay. So what else? Um, create you know? outlets to for frustration. Mm. Instead of like each other. Yes. Don't have... Did you give examples of it? Um, I mean... Gosh, so parenting time, blah blah blah, easy blah, blah. like basketball hoop, like a basketball hoop, uh-huh. indoor bicycle, or uh-huh. a trampoline. Uh-huh. I would also say, like, punching bags, a punching bag, or one of those like tackle things, uh-huh. or um, some people just like really need to like they need to break something, damn it, doll. They, 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 a damn it, doll would work. Um, or just like a pile of sticks that they can go like snap the sticks outside. Nice and cheap. Mm-hmm. Very sticks are cheap. free. I mean, yeah, right. I mean, if you live in a really like brand new neighborhood where they cut down all the poor trees, mm. that's not going to work. R-I-P. But if you live somewhere more more rural, there's you know a zillion sticks, right? Mm-hmm. And some people just like they need to like hear that breaking sound sometimes it's really nice release the like energy right that's all caught up so yes um and not every kid's athletic so not every kid wants to go play basketball because that might just make them more frustrated oh and uh proper treatment of ad through like adhd medicine or any other treatment like that and family therapy can also help Mm -hmm. i don't think we did that we didn't that (laughs) seems a little weird i don't see dad talking about how me doing whatever how that makes him feel i don't know we haven't done it maybe he would if we really needed to but we generally get a lot yeah we're pretty good (laughs) Right. So I think the more informed, like when I come into issues with clients, it's usually because neither parent has ADHD. Often, like the child was adopted. So neither parent has a frame of reference because they don't have it. Or, or sometimes it'll be like the mom or the dad have ADHD, but it's really well under control, right? They manage their own ADHD symptoms really, really well. And they, oh, like they had since the point of when they met their spouse. Mm -hmm. And so they don't really see, they don't really see the part where it's really like really hard to learn all those tools and how to manage your ADHD, right? So Mm -hmm. they've never seen that part. So they have a hard time wrapping their head around it or, I think that it's the big emotions, right? The explosions, because uh, preteen explosion. or a teen that has a meltdown can take down a 
whole house, whole house. very quickly. <laughs> the entire house. The entire house <laughs> very quickly, right? And if you're not understanding that that's probably some kind of RSD or, you know, emotional dysregulation and you're just like, just just do what you're supposed to do or just try harder. God, don't say that to your kid. That's true. Um, <laughs> um, then they have a like they have a hard time like i was just talking to a parent who said her son's making bad choices and i try to explain to her that her son probably wasn't making choices at all he was just having reactions he was just in doing right there was no there was no actual choice going on in his head there was no thought process like like she has right but she really like could not wrap her head around that idea right? oh <laughs> yeah I'm sure we'll have more talks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, divide your time. Uh-huh. Devote your focus to just one child at least once per day. Like the like those little dates. Truancy days. Truancy days. Mm-hmm. That's what truancy or, days were for. Or that one, I think I, I think it was a weekend. But when dad, well, Alexis and Jack had went somewhere. So dad and I went to the Waterloo and then mm. it started snowing and then we went to Sweet Cow. Nice. And it was yeah. just dad. So he did those. And then I we did, did truancy, truancy days, days which, which were fun. just like one day, any day during the school year that you guys could claim and do within reason, anything that you wanted. Right. right. We weren't getting on a plane or anything. But, <laughs> Right. Alexis usually chose to like go to a movie and go shoe shopping. Oh. <laughs> Almost always. That was her choice, right? Jack Alexis had some shoes. Jack mixed it up a little bit. Um and you did I have done so I just done a diff- different things. I didn't yeah. like do the same thing every day. No, you didn't. The cheesecake was probably the best. The Godiva cheesecake. Oh yeah. So good. Godiva cheesecake. That and was- the cheesecake. That cheesecake factory was was good, um, and then and then you all stopped once math class got too hard <laughs> in high school, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Which I feel like truancy days were a must. <laughs> they would have been really nice, probably, but you guys didn't want to do them anymore. So oh, we didn't want to do them anymore. No, you. I thought like, you just got too busy. I just I can't I can't miss math class because then I'll be so far behind. What a lame. Man, what a lame, lame person. <laughs> that's, that's when you used to watch Gilmore Girls and thought you were Rory. Rory. Blah, <laughs> uh, blah, blah. Okay. Um, celebrate strengths. Mm-hmm. You can't erase the jealousy that's between them because that's just part of sibling siblingness mm-hmm. um but you can point out their like individual strengths mm-hmm. yes jack may be smart at math but you're good at whatever we usually talked about how you are good at like the soft skills Right, soft so like, skills. They're called soft skills. So, like, you're really compassionate or empathetic, oh, or stuff. you're, you know, you try to help people, or right. You can't really teach those. Like, mm-hmm. either somebody 
has it or they picks don't. them up because they see them modeled or they don't. Oh, good job. Uh, so we talked a lot about how, like, yes, you you could learn math and be as good at math. At, like he was naturally good at math, but you could learn math. You you could if you really really wanted to. If the drive was there, you could. But but it's harder to teach somebody to like be empathetic, right? Yes. I mean, I think now you're all pretty empathetic and compassionate people. But Jack has toned it down. When you when you were young, you were always that way. You were always cared about like fairness and helping people. And fairness is important. Fairness is important. I agree. Top strength. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Enforce consequences. <laughs> oh, we've done this. Sit down with your family and establish rules. Yep. Ar- around behavior that won't be permitted. Mm-hmm. Um, like name calling or physical aggression. Hitting. <laughs> we didn't have to make that rule. Well, that was just never tolerated at any point. Like, (laughs) even when you were very, very, very young. But yet, always no hitting. There's people that talk about with me, like, we would talk about like siblings or whatever. And there are a lot of people who are like, yeah, I would just hit my sibling. I'd be like, dude, if I hit my sibling, you know how much trouble I would be in? It's not, it was never, it was never tolerated. Use your your words, (laughs) call them names instead. No, call them imbeciles like Jack used to do. (laughs) Literal, like eight year old Jack calling me an imbecile. Good vocab. Yeah, (laughs) but an imbecile? He always got spoken to. Did he? He did. Not very well because he (laughs) continued doing it. But he did it. He chose when to do it when it wasn't around. I call him something and then I get grounded for two weeks. Was that fair? You're five and a half. You're four and a half years old. No, but he called me and he called me a name, and he gets to watch Phineas and Ferb. (laughs) Always, and I don't. You just never noticed when they were in trouble because you were so. They didn't. They didn't. So, what was me? Yeah. Um. Write down (laughs) agreed upon consequences, like doing the dishes. Uh, that should not be a consequence. That's called a chore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Taking taking out the dog out for an extra walk would be, I guess, a, a good time. I guess, but like taking your dog out for our walk is like something mm, you should be making your kid go. with ADHD do anyway. Not getting, not getting, not earning screen privileges. Okay, that's a real consequence. <laughs> But, like, going out for a walk with your dog, there's so many good things for the ADHD brain about that. Right. Right? Like, you're outside, you're bonding with the dog, you're exercising. Those are all good things for the ADHD They're exercising brain. you and the dog. Right? Ruffles wants a walk, too. So, screen time, going out with friends or not. No. Um, um, having music. sleepovers. Taking away their phone if they're old enough to have a phone. Fun things. Fun things. Punishments I don't like are like taking the door off of somebody's room. <laughs> I think that's really, really bad. Don't do that. Um, and any household chore should not be a punishment because 
everybody needs to grow up and do household chores. Mm-hmm. Right. So when I do laundry every week, I'm not being punished for something because I'm doing I'm a grown up. I'm just doing my laundry because I want clean clothes. And so does everybody else in the house. Yes. Right. <clears throat> so I'd say watch what you call a punishment. Yes. And then you um separate pieces of paper, you fold them up, and you put them in a jar. And then when there's a violation, you broke the rules. Oh, pick it out of the jar. You pick it pick your pick own punishment out of the jar. That's and set a plan for fulfilling it. You can call it the cup of consequences. Cup of consequences. <laughs> That's really corny. Um, <laughs> I say it's like some people have their kids punish themselves. I don't think I would do that. And kids generally are much harder on themselves than parents are. Oh, like in the episode of Castle. Mm-hmm. So then you can always lessen it, right? But like most kids are pretty pretty hard on themselves right not every kid right so you have to know your kid if that's a strategy that would work but you know you can make them do letters of apology to their siblings we never did that but but you could i'm sorry you're such a loser <laughs> that's probably what jack would bring <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah but you know um, or that those t-shirts those get along t-shirts oh what are they called get along t-shirts is that what they're called i think it's literally says across it this is our get along <laughs> t-shirt it's like an xxl <laughs> men's i mean i mean that would have worked it really depends on how jack and i but like you no. can put alexis <laughs> in the punishment thing because that wouldn't work in her wheelchair you'd have to sit on our lap <laughs> this is our get along <laughs> that'd be pretty funny actually um no you and you have to know your kid too right like that just might make them fight more right yeah (laughs) that would be funny um okay last last one and then we'll go on to the other topic um this is take time apart yes please (laughs) yes yes so after conflict, push, push, pause, and separate the children. Research shows that take that it takes fifteen to twenty minutes for the brain to settle down after a conflict or issue. Right. After a quick break, come back together and talk about what happened and how to move forward. Mm-hmm. 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 okay so that's all that's all adhd okay so we're gonna stop here and record the other one as the second part oh we're gonna do like four separate ones i thought you had adhd and autism oh yes okay so we can pop so boy Thank you for listening. If you wanted to coach with me, see my information at bigbangcoaching.net. If you are interested in emailing us, you can reach us at thendtoolbox at gmail.com. 
And if you wanted to see our website, please go to the Neurodiverse toolbox.podbean.com. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Neurodiverse Toolbox.